Right, okay, hello. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hello. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. We're here with a very special bonus extended Prattle Station to talk about some of the super exciting things that have been announced this weekend, uh, mostly from the Disney Investors event on Thursday night. Uh, Daisy, Yes, Daisy's here. Do best nicked gross, Jason. Um, I am gross. Knight. You are not tall. Oh, thanks. Uh, right. Daisy, thanks. <laughs> uh, he's going to talk about some of the incredible news from the Star Wars universe. Uh, Tom, I think, is going to do a deep dive into the specifics of Rogue Squadron. Say hello, Tom. Hello, Tom. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I. That's Jason. I'm going to talk MCU, uh, but much more than MC much MCU. MC, MC I'll MC MC your universe, the best yeah. DJ in the universe. Yeah, well, yeah. MC, not DJ. Edit uh, that out, Jason. No. Uh, but more exciting than any of that, Finney's back! Hooray! Hooray! The ginger goblin himself. I'm, I'm only here as a force ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he's uh finney's gonna good. talk a little bit about some of the exciting news for gamers from the game awards this weekend i think and yeah. some it other is. bits and bobs um it's the ghost of christmas dinner yeah so he's oh, the false ghost of ruining the end of rian johnson's already terrible star wars film <laughs> <laughs> he's kneeling okay. outside some bins party. somewhere and at the end of this podcast he's gonna fall over and die Can we all do yeah. the ones that tom doesn't like I'm back. <laughs> no. uh, moving on. Um, now, Tom. Uh, Tom is actually Hello. a last-minute addition. Hello, um, Tom. You're uh, you're actually um, you're having an actual life, aren't you? Right now, you're uh, in a hotel. I won't call it a life. I'm I'm wor- yeah. I'm working. I'm lo- I'm very lucky to be working. But yes, I'm in I'm in a a perfectly reasonable premiere in other hotel chains are available premiere in in <laughs> london doing a couple of weeks filming on a, a history documentary which is pretty good fun cool um tom just, just for listeners he he said he's in a in a travelodge or something but on the on the bed in the background there is a neon lighting arrangement so <laughs> yes make, make of that what you will purple neon light for the sexy times yeah um, yeah, yeah. In, in honor of you guys. Some people will think you're joking, but there actually is. Really? It does look like um, it does look a little bit like Mace Windu has just set down his. I was going to say, I, I, to I'll let you into a secret. It's not the standard thing. I just have a, I just have a Mace Windu purple lightsaber, which I take to all hotel rooms with me, and use That's it as a backlight. Tom, now I'm, I'm a little bit. Times on Zoom. I'm a little bit worried, Tom, that I can't see your other hand. Are you chained to a radiator? There it is. Oh. For the benefit of those listening at home, Tom just stuck his finger up at me. I was actually showing deep concern for you there, Tom. Where you okay. Not that right. Deep. Okay, anyway. Right. Um, now, I, I, so I have been very busy working, guys. I honestly okay. haven't had much chance to look at the news, but I understand there have been a lot of very exciting announcements. Now, I have caught wind of one of them and saw a little Instagram or Twitter video yesterday posted <clears> by <throat> Patty Jenkins. But apart from that, I know very little of what Disney have announced. So so pretend that I'm the audience and pretend I care about what you're saying. You will care about what I'm going to say. You can do, be, you know, you, you can make and, like, not sh- little surprise reactionary noises to what I say about Star Wars. 
okay. All right. Let me, let me, let, so like, ooh. Yeah. Ah. Hmm. <gasps> what? Those kind of noises. I'll yeah. just edit anyway. them in at random intervals. Yeah, Jason, you can just edit, if you can just edit those. Yeah, so that's I'm fine. Not that I'm not editing anything. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, um, on the subject of not editing anything. You'll have to um, edit those in. Yeah, just, um, just as, I, as I said on the chat, okay, um, no, no horrible jokes, no talking about Nazis, no questioning each other's sexuality, etc. Um, so I like the way you say no editing and then you mention that word. Yeah. Also, the way by saying that, I'm allowed to to mention you've you've made it very clear to all our listeners just how and in what specific ways we are terrible people, (laughs) um, without giving us the opportunity to actually in any way modify that by talking about it further. Smaller branch on your complete (laughs) lack of ability to not give away spoilers when you say no spoilers. Spoiler alert, they're dicks. Spoiler alert, we're all horrible people. I think, to be honest with you, look, um, the, the last episode actually begins with us talking about Finney's penis. And, you know, people, people have listened to that episode from the, you know, from the very start to the very beginning and have not turned it off. So I think that by now our audience is fairly comfortable with the fact that we're fucking morons. <laughs> comfortable, I expect, is a strong word. Yeah, yeah. yeah shamed acquiescence. Yeah, uh, I, I would give you. Uh, okay, but yes, thank you, listeners. Thank you for your forbearance. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, so tell let's me. Go. Tell me about let's go. the announcements. Tell me. Let's go. I'm a giant ear awaiting your words. Okay, who's going to go first? I'll go. You not get, first, you, because okay. no, I'll, I'll go not first. Jason Star Wars. First. Star Wars is more fun uh, yes. news-wise than the MCU stuff. There, is, there is a lot of good stuff in Star Wars. Okay, uh, let me talk MCU. Rich, you can then talk about some of the game stuff, and then we'll finish. We'll climax with Star Wars. Okay, yeah. Cl- climax by shouting less at your microphone, though. Sorry, it, it's, I got, it's I got excited. I got excited. I, I, can, I can tell. What what so I, I don't quite understand what this announcement was. Was it some sort of investors meeting or what why are we getting all this news now? It's basically the it's the annual Disney investors event. So it is uh a lot of the executives, including um Kathleen Kennedy, uh, who is giving lots of information about what to expect from Disney over the next um, three or four years uh, and kind of chunked up, as well as all of the MCU and Star Wars stuff. There was news about um, various Disney films that are going to be coming out, various Pixar films that are going to be coming out. Um, there wasn't really any news about things like Willow, but it was, you know, it was mentioned because it's under the Disney umbrella, the Willow TV series. Indiana Jones 5 was mentioned as still going ahead, unfortunately. Yeah, just um, on that on that note, fucking kill yeah. me now, oh, but kill Harrison Ford first. Let's be clear. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if it deserves death, but I just did you rather... see the fourth one? Did oh. you see? Did you see the end of it? Uh, no, I I did, but no, I didn't. Um, I don't believe it, it happened. It was it, like it was like dipping my testicles in in the in the the, the lava of Mount Doom. To be fair, he was. He, like see, he seemed pretty tired of acting in uh, the Force Awakens. So Christ knows what, what he's going to be like I in think, Indiana Jones. All, all people his age seem tired all the time. I think that's. <laughs> I wonder why that's, that is. That's where, that's where we're at, man. He does. He does seem to deliver every single line now with a little sigh before every line. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the the force, all of it. It's all real, kid. Yeah. I loved, you know, Fortune I, I and Glory. Harrison Ford. I loved <sighs> his films. There's so many of his films that I like, and so many, you know, kind of franchises that I like, but fuck off, Indiana Jones. Just no. Yeah. Or okay. just get someone else to do it and accept you're making money out of it. Anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. That's another rant. Um, I'm personally very excited by the news that there is going to be another Chippendales Rescue Rangers cartoon show because I loved that when I was a kid. Um, Excellent. Yes. Uh, and so, Rich, anyway. you're starring in that. Um, which character <laughs> you play? <laughs> no, no. You've got confused. Rich has joined the Chippendales. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, they <laughs> They were looking for a large member. It's a penis joke. Jason, you're going to have to edit that out. Ding, okay. ding, ding. No. Yeah. Nothing's going. Uh, okay, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's so, going. Nothing's happening. Nothing. Uh, right, so um, I'm going to start then uh, with the MCU stuff. Uh, what I'm going to look, I'm going to start in the future and i'm going to work my way backwards because the level of information that we get about the mcu kind of get increases as we get closer to the release date obviously so there's some of the stuff that was announced for 2023 far off in the distance um but they finally announced that yes there's going to be a fantastic four film but that is literally all we know there's going to be the mcu fantastic four film that's it that's it hey guys what the chances it'll be shit (laughs) well how many worse than the original no because there has been one already hasn't there been, it's been several. several and, it has um, been rebooted once. Yeah, I tried to watch it and I, I, I remember nothing. It had Rooney Mara in it. We're going to be good. So you know, we don't know. Uh, we'll we'll hold fire on that one. Uh, speaking of films, people doubt uh, we are getting Ant Man. Fire. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're getting Ant Man three or the uh, cumbersomely titled Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Well, that'll be boring. Well, uh, I. The, <laughs> I hope the name changes because Jesus, that's a Ant Man three. Uh, Paul Rudd, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd's still uh, still okay to watch for two yeah. hours. He'll yeah. still look like he's in his mid thirties anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. So that's it. That's pretty much it for twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty two is pretty much going to be a massive Marvel year, though. Um, there are TV shows. So there's Ms. Marvel, Hawkeye, Secret Invasion. Ironheart, Armor Wars, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, I Am Groot. Moon Knight will be cool. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I Am Groot, which is a series of short um, cartoons uh, about Groot, obviously. Uh, And at the end of that year, the Guardians of the Holiday Special, um, which will be interesting. (laughs) Seriously? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the vein of the Star Wars holiday special from like- Yeah, I'd imagine oh, it's a bit I hope of a, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'd imagine it's a bit of a take on that. Um speaking of holiday specials, has anyone seen the Star Wars Lego holiday special? Because I haven't watched it yet. Not yet. Know. Okay. I've that's never watched any time. Lego Star Wars. I've heard plenty of good it, things I've about watched, it. I just I've haven't got around the trailer to it. And it did make me laugh out loud. So yeah, it did. Yeah. I, I, I may I, well watch it. That's for another time. Uh, okay, to go through a few of those in more detail, we've got a little bit more detail about some of those shows. So Ironheart, um, which you may be aware of, is it's relatively new as a story, launched in 2016 as a comic. Uh, tells the story of Riri Williams, uh, who's a child genius who creates her own Iron Man armor. Um, she eventually kind of develops under the mentorship of Tony Stark, but obviously the TV show will have to go in a different direction because... And spoiler alert, Tony Stark is dead. 
<laughs> was that right, Daisy? No. Oh. You, can't, you can't go spoiler alert and then immediately say the thing that you're spoiling. You kind of have to give people a little bit of a heads up. <laughs> spoiler alert, dead. Yeah, um, yeah okay. Uh, all we know really about that one is that Dominique Thorne is going to play the role. And if you haven't heard of it, it's because she's you know only been in a couple of things. She's a, a newbie. Um, some of the other shows were confirmed casting. So we've got Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan in Miss Marvel. Uh, Haley Steinfeld uh, will be Kate Bishop alongside Jeremy Renner in Hawkeye. It's going to be a bit of a passing the baton kind of show. Stop shaking your head, Daisy. We know you don't like Hawkeye. Captain Archery. <laughs> That's what he should be called. That's a good one. Uh, Oscar Isaac apparently is going to be in Moon Knight. Uh, which is quite cool. Do you know who's is there any, have they said he's directing Moon Knight because he's quite uh, a very they, cool character? They may well have done, uh, but I think you've muted yourself. Muted yourself, Jason. Oh, you've muted what's yourself. happened? Yeah, well, he's either muted himself or he's died. He's died. Wow, <laughs> that's quite an unfortunate Titular image for him role. to go. Into. Jason, you cut out for ages there. Yeah, we didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say it again. This is this. I'm not going to cut it. I'm going to just keep me being silent. Uh, Tatiana Maslany will uh, will be She-Hulk, um, and it's also going to feature Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth as Abomination, uh, which would be interesting because I thought he died. Really? But anyway, That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Iman Vellani and uh, the character of Mr. Marvel are apparently also going to appear in Captain Marvel Two. Uh, which might be out in 2022, but might be 23. Um, mm. I'm quite excited about Captain Marvel too, because I think Brie Larson is, as the kids say, she's totally dope. I don't think. I don't. I don't think you any kids sounded say that. then like a chemistry teacher trying to be hip with the kids. I, I am. I, hip enjoy, with the kids. I enjoyed the first one. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember if we've talked about it. I thought it was a good film. I'm looking forward it to is. the sequel. I, th- I believe we kept it. Kicked yeah. ass. She she basically um, Brie Larson gets a lot of shit from um, grown up crybabies on the internet who basically don't like that both the actress and the character are quite strong females. Um, there's a lot of crying going on over her within some quarters, and it's pathetic. Or crying then discovery. Uh, oh <laughs> yes, uh, it's, about gonna... a, it's about a point six on the discovery weep, weep scale <laughs> of, of um, butt hurt, man, yeah. man feelings, tears. Mind uh, you, did you ever see? I, I feel like we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but did you ever see the video of or videos of uh, the the cast of, of the Avengers, uh, like the Avengers cast? Uh, doing interviews with Brie Larson yes. and how yeah, unbelievably yeah. frosty they were. Yeah, Don Cheadle no. in particular. Don was, Cheadle uh, being like, like her touching him. He, she put don't his, touch she me. Put, yeah, she put her hand on his wrist or something while making a joke, like some sort. Some people do sometimes, and he shook yeah. her off and said, "Don't touch me." It's like, wow, yeah, I grow, to grow up a little bit. Yeah, uh, like wow. And uh, Chris Hemsworth being like, "No, my characters are strongest," and she's like, "Well, I'm actually it's really not the strongest." He's like, "No." No, my character's strong. Yeah, Were well, they not joking around that? No, no. You, See, all... I, I watched it very hard to try and work out if they were playing a trick on all journalists in the world. And it is possible because they're all good mm. actors. But yeah. by God, they really led into it if they did. Like, they Literally really committed. They <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Frosty. Okay. Anyway. Um, Frosty the Snowman. Let's move on. Um, so, still in 2022 then. Frosty the uh, Snowman joining the MCU. 
Yeah. Frosted Snowman. Um, yeah, he's phase five. Uh, yeah, him and Groot are going to have a like a, a two man kind of um, uh, mini series. It's going to be great. That I actually like the sound of that. I'm going to be I honest. You might. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, um, you can't edit tw- it out. So. Twenty twenty two. Nothing gets edited. Twenty twenty two. Sorry, is is Groot a deciduous or a coniferous tree? Because if it was deciduous, he's deciduous. He he wouldn't be able to survive long in the snow. Man would have great power over him, wouldn't he? Mm, yeah. uh, I think we have to we have to assume he's um, he's he's all year round Groot. He is. No, no, he's deciduous. He broad broad leaves. Well, then Frosty the Snowman is going to be his nemesis for yeah. the year, and <laughs> maybe they'll go on for the rest of it. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not writing it. I'm just I'm just the ideas man. We're just critiquing it. Really, yeah. really beginning to regret the no editing policy fair, on this one. I've written most of it just now. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly, be... exactly. I've dropped some gems, yeah. and now I'm moving on. Could it be Groot <laughs> and Mister Freeze, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh God, yes. Nice to see you. Why <laughs> <laughs> you, I, Groot? You only say one word. Arr. I'm trying to think of a Greek Coney one, uh, Coney Arnie one line in it. <laughs> okay, in 2022 on the big screen, I'm just going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming. Um, that sounds fun. It does sound fun. The uh, I sounds fun. A, I have. Oh, oh you're you, cutting out oh. again. You're cutting out again, Jason. You probably can't, you can't hear, hear what you're saying. You cut, you've, yeah, and now you've frozen. No, no, you've gone. To be fair, this is just, just a, an accurate demonstration to yeah. our listeners of how much we actually listen to you anyway. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we missed all of that, Jason. Yeah, you keep nothing. cutting out. Okay. There you are. Uh, you're back. Uh, anyway, you keep putting where the was I up to? Feature filter on by uh, Marvelous, um, Marvelous Doctor, Doctor Master of the Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness, yeah, yeah, that sounds quite cool. Thor: Love and Thunder, which would be quite cool. Now, what's what's the deal with Thor: Love and Thunder? I mean, it's a very erotic, it's a very sexy title, uh, isn't it? In a Zap Bradigan kind of way. All you need to know is Taika Waititi is directing it, so it's going to be yes. good. It's going to be bonkers. It's going to cool. have Christian Bale as the villain, apparently called Gore the God Butcher. Who I know nothing about from the Marvel universe, so that'll be quite interesting. And it's got Natalie Portman again. Scenery. Yeah, it's got Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, who apparently will assume the role of Thor. Will she assume the role of, of a character that has any meaningful motivation other than to occasionally go, Oh, look at the big blonde guy. By the way, I'm a scientist. See you in the next movie. <laughs> Only if assume- it's assume the role of Thor or Lady Thor because there's multiple Thor characters there's Thor of Asgard, Thor, Lady yeah, Thor yeah, and then yeah. there's a horse-faced one as well in some of the comics Oh, Beat Ray Bill, are they putting Beat Ray Bill yeah. in this one? I don't know I, just uh, know that I don't it. know I don't know. Um, I only know that from the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoons, I don't read the comics uh, but I do watch the cartoons But again, uh, it's all kind of you know, we don't really know too much Jamie Alexander is going to return as Lady Sif which would be Sweet. quite cool yeah, she's so um, hot. She's so pretty. Oh, I see. I wasn't going to go there, Tom, but you're right. 
You won't get there, but you did make the noise. <laughs> the noise I also had my hand down my trousers when yeah, I, I said say, the, the name. Noise, but... The noise that came directly from your groin area. Then. <laughs> it was like a loud creaking. It's fine. I, I could just use my groinal attachments. So. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, quick moving on. Then. Please move on. Uh, right. So this 2021. Tw- move on. 2021. Right, next year. That's not soon, far away it? now. It's very soon. Uh, if you're listening to it in to this in January, it's now. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Um, in which case, why did you wait so long to listen? Anyway, um, that's good. Yeah, be passive aggressive with our listeners, Jason. That, that's re- that's going to get them coming back week after week. They, you're nailing it. They love it. They love they love the bad man who treat them bad. Uh, right, okay. I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about now. 2021. Uh, so Black Widow, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming up next year as well. Shang Chi. Shang Chi is it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, What's the deal with the Black Widow film? Because didn't they make that a couple of years ago? It was supposed to be released this year, 2020. And they didn't but release it COVID. because of. The old, the old right. COVID, the old, COVID. The old Rona, or COVID. And they yep. pushed its release all the way back to next year. Very strange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if the uh, the Shang Chi film will give us the real Mandarin. By the way, bloody hope so. Mm. Or just Trevor Slattery. I bloody hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, the Eternals. Eternals next year as well, which I must admit I don't really know a huge bit much about the Eternals. Isn't there a TV series of the Eternals, or am I thinking of something else? Marvel no, that spin, was spin-offy. That uh, yeah, that was the Inhumans. I think you might be thinking the of. Inhumans. Okay, yeah, yeah. which bombed quite hard, mm. but did star Anson Mount, who went on to become Captain Pike. So that's quite cool. Okay, there yeah. really is a, an oversaturation of 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 medium to high-end budget superhero dramas aren't there yeah the good the good ones of course stand out the boys obviously um but blimey i mean i I got pretty bored with the netflix marvel ones when they started somewhere around the second season of um uh lady thing um jessica jones detective thank you jessica jones yeah i didn't even see that I First thought the second season of Dead of um not Deadpool. Uh, the second season Daredevil. of Daredevil was cool. Uh particularly with the Punisher. Okay. Yeah, it still wasn't as good as the first season though, was it? Oh no, um, no. The first season was brilliant though. Difficult to do. Uh anyway. Yeah. Let, let, anyway. Anyway, we're looking at the past, let's look forward. Uh to the future. Ho- hopefully it'll be good stuff. I mean, hopefully Disney will do something. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk a little right bit more people. about some of the other TV series that are coming up in a second. Um, just quickly finish off with the films. There is, of course, apparently the Spider-Man sequel about a year from now, next year. And reportedly, it's going to include past Spider-Mans, Spider-Mens, whatever you want to call it, including Tobey Maguire. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully just in his coffin. <laughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 was a brilliant film, which is great because uh, Alfred Molina is apparently back as Doc Octopus. Which, considering, obviously, 
it's I, presumably there's going to be some kind of multiverse act aspect to this a um, little bit like the into the spider-verse cartoon i guess in fact you've got multiple spider-mans and multiple kind of uh villains and all that kind of thing it does sound like they're trying to tap into the success of into the spider-verse which i expect is going to be a thumping mistake because into this into the spider-verse was a great little film and should be left to be a great little film and not a t- agreed i'll try and you know we've all seen well dc tried that kind of crossover stuff in some of its tv series like the yeah. flash and it went very very wrong Mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how it goes i would imagine it's also possibly something to do with the rights wrangling between sony and marvel or disney i guess um so yeah quite possibly to do with that uh anyway uh, i'll quickly finish off and talk about some of the stuff going <laughs> to disney <laughs> no edits uh some of the stuff going to disney plus <laughs> Venus, no edit carry on <laughs> this coming year uh so we got we got four trailers for some of the TV shows that are coming up. Uh, and I'll start with the What If cartoon series. Have you heard anything about this one? Fuck no. Which is quite a nice idea nope. where it's literally uh, a kind of anthology series of What If scenarios. So what if Peggy Carter became Captain America or Captain Britain? Uh, what if rather than picking up Peter Quill, um, they picked up T'Challa, who became Star-Lord instead. Uh, what if Steve Rogers was the one who was captured by Hydra and all this kind of thing? So, yeah, there's some interesting shenanigans at play. And I think it's all, again, linked to the kind of Doctor Strange multiverse idea. Uh, but it looks quite cool. It's it's a cartoon series. That, it's, you know, quite a an anthology cartoon. That sounds really interesting, actually. That's yeah, it does. Yeah. Potentially very cool. Yeah, I look forward to that. But then we get some of the good stuff. Uh, so Loki, as you all know, has got his own TV series coming up. And we finally got a proper trailer for that. And it literally starts with the lobby scene from Endgame where uh, Loki gets the is it the Tesseract he picked up? Uh, yeah. And disappears off to somewhere to do something that doesn't really make it clear in the trailer what happens uh all we know is that owen wilson is playing one of the characters and he references something called the tva which is the time variance alliance now that in terms of kind of to liken that to things i guess that's kind of like the commission in the umbrella academy or the department of temporal investigations from star trek so presumably loki starts causing some kind of havoc with the timeline because obviously that loki is not supposed to be alive technically and i guess so my my brain went straight to it being a a transvestite alliance and then to eddie izzard's character (laughs) from um the film mystery men uh he's one of the disco boys isn't he um <laughs> conducting a, a war across time and space involving um sequence flares uh, again you know so i've written it much... i've done the work the hard work is done rich we, we can just move on from there and let the, much uh, yeah let the much with the frosty and groot idea i think that this thing has legs frosty and Luke. Uh, yeah. it does yeah, it yeah. has disco legs kind of dancing on legs. those lights on a light up disco floor yeah it's, joy. It's, unlike darth maul it's got legs hey. um <laughs> he, but he then that's, went and that's had a more joke legs, from 1999. So... <laughs> After that, 
he overcompensated for the amount of legs he had. He he really he did. did. Uh, okay, uh, final couple of things from me, and then I'll shut up because I'm sick of the sound of my own voice. In March, we get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The trailer for that again doesn't really tell us a huge amount. There is, however, a notable absence of Sam Wilson wielding the shield. So I assume that it's going to be uh, some kind of soul searching and wrestling with the responsibility of what being Captain America means, blah, blah, blah. Um, I tell you what, and- though, that, that and the fact he's not actually a superhero. Like Captain America was mm-hmm. pumped up full of mega drugs, wasn't he? Yeah. And could, could fist fight with Thanos for at least a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, the Falcon is just a cool a a, a dude a who had some cool armor and learned and, and was a, a good... Mate, he's just good, good at flying a jetpack. Exactly. And, and Steve Rogers is like, okay, you can be Captain America now, but yeah. I, I'm old. Well, <laughs> what? How know, am I sp- what? <laughs> it, it kind of worked for Tony Stark, so, you know. If he gets an Iron Man Falcon suit... I'll... All right, if, he, if, he becomes a ma- if he becomes a massive multi-billionaire, then, then yes, he might have... <laughs> a bit of interest. We don't know how much was in Steve Rogers' will. Or even if he's dead, did he immediately leave the scene after that endgame bit and just die? Or you know, where did he go? Did he, he go went back to the same home? place as um, back in the Matt past, Damon's character he? and save it private Ryan because they clearly shop at the same store? <laughs> <laughs> no word of, go go compare their two outfits. Oh I know. Motherfucking identical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those those beige jackets that, that on I've people been. start to think is cool. Actually, I was I now I now wonder oh if God. that was deliberate. Was it deliberate? Hmm. I think that's just how people. That's just how old people dress. Old people dress in in, in American film world. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. the, the other the other good thing about the trailer is that we do get a brief shot of Zemo from Civil War. Uh, I think it had already been announced that uh, he was in it, which is quite cool. But I think that you that's kind cool. of see another nemesis as well. Um, it seems to be apparently one of the flag smashers. We was a kind of a typical anti-patriotism one person terrorist tell you so ubiquitous to um to the mcu so it'll be interesting to see how that one goes um but there does seem to have a bit of an espionage feel to it a bit like winter soldier or civil war there's lots of kind of skulking around with guns and um you know looks like it could have that kind of vibe to it. it's quite cool and then the final one uh the most bringing this up to the present almost uh january 15th we've got wandavision um and again, that one, it's still hard to work out what's going on. We it still see clips. Fucking confusing and weird. Yeah, but I like that. You know, we, we've got the clips of um, of Wanda and Vision within this kind of sitcom universe, oh, um, yeah, which looks quite yeah. cool. But we do see a little bit more of the kind of outside world, what might be reality uh, in this particular trailer. And there are a few shots which suggest that Vision is in reality, which is obviously difficult to work out because he, spoiler alert, hang on, I've left a pause, Vision is dead. Did I do it right? Better. It was, it was okay. better. It was okay. better. Not good, but better. Okay. Well, that's um... all I aspire to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my wife tells me all the time. Uh, yeah, so that that pretty much brings us up to date. And that is more or less, and I think I don't think I've missed anything, everything announced for the coming MCU. Thank Very you. Very good. Well yeah. done. That was that was comprehensive. Was cool. uh, and the, there was a lot of there's a lot of very exciting sounding stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to Moon Knight because he's a cool character. I know nothing about Moon Knight. Who is Moon Knight? 
Is um, he any relation to Michael Knight? You need to stop saying things. Um, <laughs> is he any relation to Keith <laughs> Moon? Um, picture a guy whose costume is all white. He's kind of like a sword, expert swordsman, magician, uh, big white cloak, big white uniform. Can't really see his face. Pretty cool character. Are we talking about a member That's of the Klux Klan? <laughs> <sighs> Well, I mean, gonna, you, you can choose. You can choose whether to edit that or not. Jason, <laughs> that, you know, props to Jason. He's, he's, you know, he's normally the the the, the dumpy, not the dumper, but that was <laughs> based on based on the description of Moon Knight. No, if you, I, I can't be bothered to say anything else. If you don't know who Moon Knight is, Google him. He's a very cool character. Jason's frozen again. He's doing his frosty the frozen person. Hi, I'm bit. back. Right. So after that. One. Shall we go on to Finney's <laughs> section on the Game Awards? Yeah, very briefly. I haven't got a lot to shout about. As I, as I said earlier, it was just a way to, to get my foot in the door and come and say hello to all my, my lovely nerds. Hello! Hello! Right, yeah. you're done. So fuck off. How are you all? I don't care, by the way. So, um, <laughs> uh, so very, quick, very, very quickly, um, quick shout out to uh, Josh Benson, who I believe is known to Daisy. Is he? My, he's my nephew. Ah, so he's uh, he's been posting some good stuff in the uh, in the Facebook group and basically doing my work for me. So um, he pointed out well, that the new Mass Effect trailer has come out. Uh, yes, the last couple I of days. I've heard of that one. Only yeah. only a very very teaserish trailer, um, but um, it looks cool. It actually so Mass Effect was a really um, successful trilogy originally that ran from about two thousand and seven for about five years, three games. Really cool sci-fi involved, um, you know, video game RPG. Um, it was followed up a few years later. Daisy probably knows when, maybe 2017, with a uh, with yeah, 1617 um, for Andromeda. Andromeda, which didn't go down so well for a number of reasons. Um, te- there were some technical issues with it initially on launch, and also they what they what the problem they had was they struggled to escape from the story arc of the first three games, which was really epic. Everyone loved the characters. They wanted to move on and do something else. And then they're sort of stuck in this creative place where loads of people get stuck. It's like, well, do we just keep giving them more of the same thing or do we try and reinvent it and give them a bit more? And they went for the latter and it didn't quite work out, but it wasn't just that. There were, you know, there were technical issues. Um, And one of the problems they had with it was a story. um, (laughs) Jason's just leaving the room because he finds me boring. So uh, one of the problems they had with it was that the, the story at the end of Mass Effect 3 actually was quite final and in order order to um, get something new and interesting up, they had to set the, the next game in a completely new galaxy, um, which people, again, they weren't, they weren't quite sure about whether they liked that and, and, and losing all the stuff that they knew they knew about. So this new trader looks like it's trying to include both of these scenarios. So there's a character from the first trilogy called Liara, who is uh, sort of like a psychic type character really. Um, Daisy can remind me if I've, if I've cocked that up, but she she appears in the trailer. Um, I think the Andromeda Galaxy appears in it as well. So it looks like they're trying to bring that all back together. But I suspect it is quite a few years off. Um, and if the the time that they took to to talk about Andromeda is anything to go by, you know, you could be looking at I don't know three four years. I don't know. But anyway, that was quite exciting. Josh um, Josh pointed that out, so I was quite excited to see that. Um, and then just quickly, just a couple of things that some of our readers, uh, some of our listeners might be interested in, might be they might know probably more about this than we do. So Cyberpunk 2077 finally launched um, a couple of days ago. Mm. So 
This is a massive, massive um, cyberpunk video game RPG um, by uh, a company called CD Projekt Red, I believe, who were heavily involved in the Witcher games as well. So there's a good pedigree there. This has been coming for ages. Um, it's actually based on, and Tom might know a little bit about this, it's actually based on a pen and paper. I do know. Um, yeah. a, 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 a role player called Mike Pondsmith who wrote a, a tabletop role play game called Cyberpunk 2020 in the 90s. Uh, fabulous tabletop role playing game. One of my personal favourites. I have many of the books and I've played it many, many times. It is cool. super cool. And uh, Keanu Reeves, one of the main characters in the computer game, plays a character called Johnny Silverhand, who I think he's like projected in, into into the memory of the right, kind of a ghost in the yeah. character and he, he was kind of a key backdrop character to the story of the original okay uh, cyberpunk roleplay game yeah so they've, they've clearly taken elements from all that all that stuff and weave them into this new game awesome yeah and they, i know nothing about the game itself no i mean i mean you, you, you've got it there and they bunged it 50 50 years forward to 77 and um Con Smith has been involved in it. In to what to what extent I don't know, but he has been involved in it, um, advising, etc. Um, the initial reviews actually say the scope and the potential for it is 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 just brilliant, but it is pretty buggy at the moment by um, um, by quite a lot of accounts. I think it was delayed a number of times, um, and you know these things are massive, especially with RPGs. You know they're trying to draw all of these threads together, storyline plots, all of that stuff, as well as all the technical stuff. You can imagine how um, how difficult it is to pull all that together. So I think the PC version, if you've got a, some sort of Skynet computer, is actually running okay. And I think the uh, PS5 and the X, latest Xbox um, versions are okay. But people are not saying that good things about the last-gen systems, which unfortunately last-gen now includes PS4 and Xbox One, which sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But um, all of this stuff, I'm sure we sort it out in the next couple of months. And it does look like a really cool game. If anyone's interested in that, as, as Tom said, it has got uh, Keanu Reeves in it as a, a sort of um, helps drive the drive the plot the plot along. Um, very very quickly then, so that was one for the fantasy uh, sci-fi fans. Um, Ubisoft has just released one for the fantasy fans called Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is a um, uh, it's an action adventure game, but it's set against the backdrop of the Greek myths. Um, Ubisoft um, are you know they push loads and loads of open world games, and I think Daisy. Uh, plays quite a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed and that kind of stuff. I do. Uh, so they are well versed in this sort of thing. Um, but this has got a slightly more story um, or legend like take on it. So it actually looks like the successful um, Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. And, and the game, quite a lot of the gameplay elements are quite similar. It's all exploration. Um, it's not tongue in cheek, but it's got a lighter tone, this game. The, the scope of sort of exploring the, the myths and having them sort of retold and getting involved and looks really cool. And it looks like a really decent um, sort of, not a casual game as such, but something where you, you know, more or less anyone could pick it up if they've got a system and, and get stuck into it. So that's Immortals Phoenix Rising. Looks really cool. Um, if you like Breath of the Wild, which is the, the really successful Zelda title from a couple of years ago, um, this looks like it could um, fill the gap for you until uh, until new Zelda arrives. Um, and that's it, really, from me. Um, I'm just going to go back to Josh uh, again, um, because just to round out, because he actually put a cool video up in the Facebook chat of a game called uh, Carrion, which has been out for a little while, actually. Yeah. Um, and I'd seen it before, but when he put the video up, I went away and then actually 
bought it and I have played it for an hour or so. And it is really, really cool. It is just, you are the monster. You are like an amorphous thing beast type monster. Uh, you, it, the game starts, you just like break out of a container. And then the two hours that I've spent are running around, hiding in vents and eating people, um, and, uh, <laughs> webbing them, chewing their bones up, hearing them scream, and run away. It's a, it's a, um, it's a 2d game. It's very sort of pixel art. Really, really cool. Really fun. It's cool to be the monster in it. Uh oh. Original Alien oh, no. versus Predator, where you could you could be the alien for a third of the game, and you you were hunting humans. It's it's that sort of, um, <laughs> uh, malevolent enjoyment. I think Daisy would be well into it because he's an evil Sith bastard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I can, I can yeah, recommend I Crimson certainly for the first couple of Crimson Carrion for the first couple of hours. So uh, so Josh has done all my homework this week. Well done. Um, <laughs> that's begun. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, just one for me, quickly on that one. I've been really looking forward to Cyberpunk uh, 2077 coming out. Um, it's retailed at the moment about 50 quid. Yeah. But I think if you wait for a couple of months until they've sorted out the crashing issue, that sounds like able to pick it up for about 40, 30 quid. So. And it do, I mean, it does really look like, even <clears> if, you, if, you, if you're not a gamer, just have, go and have a look at some of the gameplay demos, some of the longer ones. Just If you're just interested in sci-fi and cyberpunk, you don't have to think about getting the game, <laughs> but watch some of the footage because the level of detail and immersion in it, once it's all up and running properly, is just, it's just fantastic. It looks, it is a, I mean, there's this argument about is, are video games are, I think this would be a good one to suggest that they are. Um, go and Just go and have a look at it, even if you're not a gamer. It does look cool. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard a lot about it. Um, even myself as a non-gamer, it's just been everywhere. And I think much as you said, um, Rich, that there's been some mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, but it does it does genuinely look cool. Yeah, and, I mean, it, look and if I had a gaming system that could support it and you know the requisite amount of time to actually put into it, yeah. then I would probably uh, find myself playing it on easy for... I mean, yeah, the only the only issue with it is because the amount of pure data in it that it is causing some of the lesser computers at this moment that aren't powerful enough to run it just to crash. It's not there aren't bad reviews about the storyline or anything like that or any of the voice mm. acting. It's purely down to the every now and again the system will just crash because it can't cope with the amount of data in the game. Um, but they have released a big patch to fix it, and they are going to be releasing another one in the next couple of weeks. So. Hopefully that will fix it. It does look incredible. And it's, it's completely op open world for people who are not versed in these things. So there is a storyline that you follow, but the, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the order that you go about things and the, the times you can go off and just do whatever the hell you want on, as a side sort of side plot, are just, it just looks phenomenal. And you can imagine how difficult it is to, to tie all that stuff up. If you were writing it on paper, you know, all those threads, <clears throat> if you think about it as a, you know, think about it as an old school um, choose your own adventure book, how many of those threads would you have to check to make sure that they intersect at the right point, that this mm. character could do this because you may have killed them off beforehand. It's an incredible, incredible feat. I mean, all, all games are really these days, but certainly in RPG, you know, um, trying to translate that sort of pen and paper world where where things are boundless into uh, you know a decent product. I think that you know I think they've done amazingly well already by the looks of it. So. And I guess the, they're banking on even if they've got all these teething issues and um, and, it, and it's glitchy and systems are struggling to run it at the yeah. moment. Then in in the longer run, it, they're, it. They're, they've got a game that's going to run and run for. That's it. I mean, um, people a lot don't of years like and... it, but I think that is the nature of uh, modern 
modern uh, gaming these days you know things things comes to a point where you have to launch it for for a number of reasons <laughs> can't delay it any longer and people get upset about that you know they pre-ordered it and some of them get upset about it because they're just more you know morons and they've got a sense of entitlement but you know just just live with it and it'll it'll sort itself out most of the big releases are are have a similar you know teething period like this these days certain games yep. of that scale anyway interesting stuff yeah one day maybe i'll have a machine that can run a game like that but it is not this day <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such a good quote um calm yourself Dave. thanks tom right You're welcome. my turn let's Thank talk you. about some star wars stuff um Yay! i'm gonna admit there were 11 different uh shows films mentioned in the uh, announcement i'm going to cover 10 of them and then tom is going to finish on rogue squadron um which sounds cool um i am can, we, can not... we just take a moment to just appreciate how nuts that is 11 different tv yeah. shows and films for, for star, star wars. wars for star it wars is that's just quite crazy remarkable, isn't it yeah um, I am not going to be mentioning any spoilers in here. There is some information for a couple of the shows, which if you haven't seen like the Mandalorian and stuff might possibly be considered a spoiler. I'm not going to include any of that in here. Um, and Jason, given your history, if you could not try and guess what I might be alluding to by shouting it out. That would oh, be I was going to say, if, if you want some it's, spoilers no, done, not, I can do no, it for you. No, Daisy. it's not a competition. <laughs> I'm it's quite not, good. It's not a competition. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of this stuff as well there's obviously that's only just been released there's not a lot of information available um so i'm going to start off with uh rangers of the new republic um this one is uh a series that john favreau and dave flown are going to be heavily involved in um it's set at the same time period as the mandalorian uh, and it has been confirmed it will cr also cross over with the other announced spin-off series which is ahsoka um yes, been yes. Oh, get in there have been, as yet, no confirmed characters um, who are going to be involved, whether they're going to be rangers or whether they might be the uh, sheriffs, like the Cara Dune's character and Cobb Vanth, who's uh, in one of the episodes of The Mandalorian, or whether it's going to be based on um, X-Wing pilots patrolling the galaxy looking for Imperial uh, remnants from the Empire. I'm just looking forward to see who's going to play the Green Ranger, who's going to play the Yellow Ranger, um, <laughs> who's going to play the Pink Ranger, etc. You know, I'm quite quite excited by that. I understood uh, that reference. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> There's no confirmed release date for that one as yet. So at the moment, it's they're, they're saying 2022 at the very earliest, but it'll probably be later than that. Uh, the second one is Ahsoka. Again, 2022 at the earliest for this one. Um, very little information on this one. The series may be based on her looking for a unspecified bad guy and an unspecified good guy from the animated series Star Wars Rebels. If you haven't seen it, that's why I've not specified the names of the characters. <laughs> um, also, a potential hint uh, from Dave Filoni. Uh, they might, however, include the character of Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka series. Um, Ooh. Because in a recent interview, he hinted to that there's an episode in Rebels, which I will not mention, uh, that is set apparently after one of the episodes of The Mandalorian that does include Sabine Wren and Ahsoka together. So that might be quite cool. Now, Sabine Wren was very heavily rumoured to be appearing in Mandalorian Season 2, wasn't she? She might still. She hasn't very, yet. Very true. Very How true. many episodes are left of the, this season One. of the Mandalorian? Okay. Is, is, surely One. there's only a couple left. 
There's one left. Or just one, this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this Friday. Sorry, yeah. I know. <laughs> no spoilers for those who haven't seen What's it. Christmas has come early. Why oh, so have we? Yeah, I have to say, I, um, I haven't been able to watch any Mandalorian. I'm going to watch it all over Christmas. So. Oh, what a Christmas present to yourself, yeah. though. It's yeah. so good. I was actually a bit worried. I know we're segueing, but I was a bit worried. First couple of episodes, um, I mean, obviously, it's still a great TV show, but I... I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit slower. Um, I think that's possibly because I'd watched the final two episodes of the last series, which are really action-packed, really fast-paced. And then, obviously, The Mandalorian, in general, is a much slower-paced show. So to kind of follow those up, it's a little bit more of a deep breath before you kind of get to the, the, the plunge, as it were. But from about episode three or four onwards, it's just been every single episode, every yeah. single week has been fuck me it's better and better and better it's incredible action-packed yeah all the way not through. not just action-packed but you know pathos and bloody drama oh uh you know my my favorite particular sci-fi no, franchise could really take a um a leaf out of the mandalorian's book about it was a, yeah i did see that. a funny a funny meme um of well, obviously, one of my favourite sci-fi series of all time is uh, Firefly, and they're like, you can't, say that, you, can't, you can't say The Mandalorian's better than The Firefly. I can. Why is that? Because there's a second season of it. Yes, there's a second season, yeah. <laughs> yeah name one thing that Mandalorian's yeah. done better than Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, right, number three is the Cassian Andor series, which mm. apparently will debut in 2022. Um, it will include... Um, Oh, what's his name? Diego Luna, who is the actor for the film. Uh, it's a 12-episode series. Apparently, production started a few weeks ago on that. Uh, Tony Gilroy is running the show. He also wrote uh, the films, the first four Bourne films, which the first three were very good, based on the books of Robert Ludlum. However, they don't take after the book because the books are shite. Unfortunately, he did direct the fourth Bourne film, which was awful. Um and he also co-wrote Duplicity and Rogue One. So hopefully that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do we know if K2SO is going to be in it? Because K2SO is that's a fun question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. I hope so. Um, but that's I couldn't find any information on that one. Nice. Uh, right, nice. number four. And this one's got some exciting stuff in it. Number four is the Obi-Wan series. Mm. Yes! Come on! Hello there! <laughs> oh, General Kenobi. Oh, Kenobi. 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 <laughs> uh, That's good. I I do love those um those moments in the Clone Wars, by the way, where uh, where Grievous says hello there, and Kenobi there's, there's, says there's at General least one Grievous. YouTube, <laughs> there's at least one YouTube video of just characters from the the Clone Wars cartoon. Uh, I think probably Rebels just saying hello there, uh-huh. and uh, it, ma- it makes me very happy because um, I love it. There's a fucking there's a, fun, there's a funny video of a, a, a like there's some three get lads in a toy shop and one with a beard goes right look from the corner and goes oh general oh he goes hello there and then there's two guys one of them's giving the other guy a piggyback and they've basically each holding two lightsabers and just twirling it around going general <laughs> it's really funny in an incredibly sad star wars geek way um right yeah obi-wan it's not a covid safe activity but nonetheless (laughs) one day we can all do that again um again with this one there's very little information on it at the moment it's going to be set around 10 years after the revenge of the sith film uh ewan mcgregor is confirmed that he will be reprising as well as obi-wan kenobi and obviously i'm quite happy hayden christensen is returning as darth vader great Um, maker 
I, do you know what? I, I know Christensen gets a lot of slack, uh, a lot of shit, sorry. And uh, quite rightly in some cases, but I'm so excited he's back. Yeah, it's going to be really cool, Tim. Um, it has been confirmed that the pair will cross paths in the series. Uh, McGregor has been quoted as saying that these two will have another swing at each other. Um, it's going to be a one-off series of six episodes, which isn't great but it'll still be cool uh filming begins in march 2021 uh deborah chow is in charge of the series uh for those who don't know her she was involved heavily with the mandalorian mm. mr robot american gods jessica jones fear the walking dead better call saul and man in the high castle very um, very capable tv that's a high end tv that's quite yeah. a good list um there's mm. they did release a trailer for it but it was literally 10 seconds of just obi-wan but it was um the way that the word formed was out of sand. So they, they're pretty sure it's going to be based on Tatooine, which would coincide with a lot of the books, which are now considered yeah. legends, not necessarily canon, where he spends, he becomes a hermit on Tatooine looking after Luke Skywalker as a child. So hopefully there'll be some episodes based on that. Um, number five, The Bad Batch, which I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> oh, yes. For those of you who don't know as much or haven't seen the Clone Wars animated series, uh, The Bad Batch, uh, enter into the Clone Wars animated series in season seven, which is the final season. They are a uh, small squad of uh, genetically experimented clones. And with no spoilers, I'll just say that they're different than your average clone trooper. <laughs> uh, they are, to quote some bad, uh, some Deadpool stuff, they are badass, they are wise-ass, they are just pretty kick-ass. Um, Rich, have that's... you got as far as season seven of Clone Wars yet? No, I think I'm somewhere in three. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, no, no spoilers for the Bad Batch. Um, that, that is set to hit Disney Plus in 2021, um, and that did have a pretty decent trailer to it. So if you are, yeah. we can either, when we release this on our Facebook group, I'll try and include the trailers on there, or you can go and look at it. I've seen that. Yourself. that uh, it's about a three-minute trailer. It does look pretty yeah. cool. 2021 might be about the point where Rich finally finishes Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be nice. Uh, Christmas break is going to allow me to come back for probably one episode's worth of knowledge that I can, I can <laughs> and, then, and then I'm going to have to take another six fucking months. It's going to be great. Are we going to be like, yeah, Rich, we, we talked about this three months ago. <laughs> I'll be like, Has anyone uh, seen Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, the next hey, guys, one is... guys, they all die at the end of Rogue One. What the hell? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Uh, yeah, the next one is Star Wars Visions. Now, this one has probably got mm. the least amount of information available out of any of them. Uh, it is going to be a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars. Uh, the anthology collection will bring 10 visions from leading Japanese anime studios to the Star Wars universe. Ooh. There's no release date and there's no other information available on it. Um, but that's cool because there have been some fan-made anime Star Wars short films which have, been, have looked amazing. So getting an actual yeah. anime mm. studio behind it could be really cool. Um, as a segue, cool. if you go on YouTube and search for uh, Star Wars TIE Fighter anime, there's like a fan-made short film on a TIE Fighter X-Wing fight, which is really, really cool. Uh, <coughs> just quick, just quickly interrupt while you're just talking about um, fan films. Has anyone seen the <coughs> high-quality uh, Obi-Wan and Han Solo fan films? There's, a, there's an actor called, I think his name's Jamie Costa. I think it might be a voice actor, but they are high quality. They're only about, you know, they're no longer than sort of 15 minutes. They're well worth looking up. I know they're, they're fan and they're non-canon, but the quality of them is, is brilliant. There's an Obi-Wan one. There's a Han Solo one. And there's actually a weird, um, quite um, 
sort of not quite non-canonish um, uh, Har- Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones one as well. Same guy does them. Just look them up, Jamie Costa. They're, they're, they're worth a watch. I did actually see... Did he do the expanded see. fight with Darth Vader on the Death Star? Uh, that, I don't one? think he did that one, but that one is cool. The yeah, um, cool. yeah with, with Obi-Wan and Vader. Yeah. Yeah, that one's worth looking up to. I, I did see advertised on a, on a website some Star Wars fan-made um, fiction, but they seem to have got confused because they they called him Hand Solo. <laughs> um, that's um, that's so, not one of the knockoff toys. <laughs> Well, I think yeah, I think off. they were knocking off, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very good, hey. everyone. That, oh. that was on Gorn Hub. Oh, that's gold. That wasn't Gorn Hub, yeah. Why well, I don't yeah. mention Gorn in a Star Wars segment, you arse piece. <laughs> <laughs> you Kirk-loving sports oh, sucker, get out of I mean, here. <laughs> we've got to have one purist amongst us, but God, it's a strange hill to die Gorn-shaped right. boob. Okay. The next one is Lando, or as they're going to be calling it, Star Wars Lando. Um, <laughs> yeah. Subtitled, well, 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 what have we here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this one My is going to be... Kind. Uh, this, <laughs> this one is created by Justin Simeon, who is, uh, was sorry, the writer, producer and director of Dear White People. I have no idea what that is. Um, it's a TV show. It's, I think it's Netflix. It was pretty well. The first season was pretty good. I think there's more yeah. of it. It was, it was okay. pretty cool. Um, Lucasfilm's yet to provide any details on the project, uh, and they haven't confirmed yet whether either Billy D. Williams or Donald Glover are even going to be attached to the project. So, I'd uh, love to see with... Donald Glover yeah. back. He he was good as uh, Lando. You you got to assume that Billy D. is um a bit too old. Not, yeah. not being disrespectful. Well, we don't have to assume like we saw idea. it in the last film and well, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if they could, <laughs> I like Tom's idea. If they actually set it on Cloud City just for, for 10, 10 episodes of him hitting on Princess Leia when, when uh, <laughs> Han Solo's not there. Uh, episode nine of that series would be Darth Vader setting the table all nice for a nice meal and then getting a bit upset when people walk in and start shooting at him. That'd be good, actually, wouldn't it? To see the, the mundane activity before those doors open. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, Arranging the flower pot. Just the right. table and, stuff, and they were just, you know, having well, a... Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'd learn more about um, uh, the character with the ice cream maker who you see running through one of the shots, <laughs> which yeah. has become a, a mad yeah. deep-dive Star Wars fan thing, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, or, maybe... or, or perhaps the guy with the massive cybernetic thing. Yeah. Maybe he'll be like... Um, uh, the kiff to um to Billy <laughs> D- to the to Lando Zap Brannigan and just stand behind him and go oh, whatever he's really smart. Or maybe just or, showing the stormtroopers the stormtroopers trying to put the uh, cutlery on the tables and missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're trying funny. to set up for the dinner. Lord <laughs> Vader said this is a really important burn. We've got to get this cutlery on right. Um Right. The next one is the Acolytes, which is the one I'm most looking forward to because it is based. It's going to be based around the dark side. Giggity. Um, the series is going to be uh, directed by Russian doll showrunner Leslie Headland. Um, uh, it's okay. going to be set in the final days of the High Republic, which is a couple of hundred years before Phantom Menace. The film begins. Um, uh, and it's apparently going to be a mystery thriller focusing on the emergence of the dark side powers. Um, 
so it's possibly been the fact that it's going to be set in the high republic there's going to be a lot of jedi um, whether it's going to be the dark side coming and corrupting jedi or whether it's going to be evolved around the sith kind of hiding from the jedi that's not been confirmed yet but that could be cool that sounds brilliant i, I... I've definitely talked about this in a podcast before about Star Wars and the Dark Side. This sounds like the TV, the Star Wars TV series I've always wanted to exist for at least 20 years. Yeah. An actual in-depth conceptual kind of um, story about the Force and how people actually fall to the Dark Side, plus lots of lightsabers and good versus evil yeah. and all that cool shit in a, in a stonking Galactic Republic kind of broad setting. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, a while ago, Disney announced the next stage in the Star Wars journey was going to be the High Republic era. So it's about time that, you know, on this list, that's the first one that's confirmed yeah. that is going to be in that sort of era. Because uh, that, that might presumably lead into The Phantom Menace when it finishes. Could do. Which yeah. would um, also be one more way of them shoehorning in the return of Palpatine. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Right. There you go. Oh wow! Oh, Rich, um, you're gonna be you're gonna be so happy, sad. <laughs> like, you're just gonna be like, I told you, I told you it was him. No one would listen. Rich, they did listen. Yeah, and they brought him back just for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. That's gonna. I think that could be really cool. I hope it's really cool. I've always I've always been a, a, a Sith, you know rather than the Jedi. I think it's very cool. Sith, a lot yeah. of the cool books and novels are based around the Sith. Uh, so that should be cool. Uh, the next one, which is probably the one I'm looking forward to least, um, is called Droid Story. Um, <laughs> and it's based on R2-D2 and C-3PO, or R2-Dickhead and C-3-Penisface for fanboy lovers. Um, they are getting their own animated series. Uh, it's going to be produced by Lucasfilm Animation and ILM. Um, yeah, because because those two haven't been in enough Star Wars stuff, have they? So, yeah, yeah. And they've never had an animated series of their no, own before. No, that's no really they good. definitely haven't had that, apparently. Never. You said sarcastically. Um, yeah. But they, the concept of the show is that they're going to uh, introduce a as yet unnamed mysterious new hero and he will be guided by or he or she will be guided by these two droids i really hope it's chopper from star wars rebels that'd be fucking amazing um, <laughs> he's Just the only droid i care about in star wars um and if you haven't seen Star Wars Rebels, listeners, uh, it's worth watching Star Wars Rebels just for Chopper because he is possibly <laughs> one of the best Star Wars characters that has ever been created, ever. I, I'm yet to be really taken by Rebels, you but will, I think you, that's probably because I'm quite early on in it. Yeah, you will, you will, you'll get there. You'll get there. I hated Chopper when I first started watching Rebels because he's quite a sadistic, evil bastard playing tricks on kids and stuff. But then, how did you of, hate him? No, let me yeah, finish. Yeah. And then he, then, <laughs> then he kind of has a little bit of a development arc and he's just so cool. He's such a cool droid. I'd love to see him. Keep you hated him because you saw yourself in him and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the yeah. droid series that I'd really like to see is is about the gonk droid. I'd like to see <laughs> like, eight, droids. eight gonk. seasons of gonk. 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 Star Wars gonk. 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 Yeah. Uh, you, yeah you, need to, you need to go to... Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney because there's loads of gonk droids around. You'd be, you'd be in your <laughs> could, I, could I bring one home? Daisy, well, possibly. they're called people. They work there. They're not droids. Droids are people too, Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, just no. No, just no. You're wrong. Uh, the next one is titled Untitled Film. Um, this one has no release date, no title. 
Uh, Taika Waititi is directing and co-writing this film, so it's yes. going to be good. Uh, he's going to be joined on that by Christy Willen Cairns, who was involved with 1917 and Last Night in Soho. I haven't seen Last Night in Soho. I have seen 1917. It's not clear as yet. Disney haven't announced whether it's going to be part of their untitled Star Wars films for Christmas 22, 24 and 26, or if it's going to be a separate project. Um, maybe if it's a separate one, he it might be a film based on the High Republic to go with the Acolyte series, but they've not confirmed that yet. Cool. Great. Um, that's, um, I that's... very much look forward to a Taika Waikiki Star Wars film. So do I, I. I can't see how that's going to go wrong. Um, and then the last one is Rogue Squadron, which I'm going to hand over to Tom for. Pew, pew, pew. Thanks. Um, yes, as, as I told listeners at the beginning, uh, I've hardly seen anything about any of these announcements, but what something that did cross my path as I was frantically flicking through the internet uh, one lunchtime this week was um, a, a short video. I don't know if you guys have seen it um, yes. from director Patty Jenkins. It's such uh, who, a good video. It really is, isn't it? Um, yeah. She directed Wonder. She's director of Wonder Woman. She, I think, she first came to fame from directing the film Monster in two thousand three, which has Charlie Theron in it. Charlie Theron won an Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, well, g- g- just Google Patty Jenkins uh, Rogue Squadron, and you can have a look at the video. When I started watching it, I thought, "What is this schmaltzy bollocks? And what's it got to do with <laughs> Star Wars?" I was, I was really confused as to what this video was doing yeah. in an article about. Star Wars uh, Disney releases and then I watched it and I listened to what she said and then uh, I won't spoil it for the viewers but at the end I was like oh my god that's just the yeah. best it's it's just so cool. like 100% on board with uh, with anyone who can come up for a teaser with a, for a teaser idea like that and be so yeah. earnest about it um, I'm very excited about this I'm sure for similar reasons to Daisy because uh, the idea of a Rogue Squadron movie uh, as an as an old uh, Star Wars Expanded Universe books fan fills me with absolute glee. Rogue Squadron, uh, the, the fans will know, was a series of books. Well, well, Rogue Squadron itself was the first in a series of, of books called the Star Wars X-Wing novels, uh, a series of 10 books written by a guy called Michael Stackpole, uh, who uh, was also uh, who wrote, who's written a lot of Star Wars stuff and also wrote a lot of Battletech novels for the proper nerds out there, um, many of which uh, I still own to this day. Um, the, Rogues, the, the Rogue Squadron novels uh, were uh, brilliant, uh, and they were uh, some, along with Timoth- Timothy Zahn's um, uh, Thrawn trilogy, uh, were some of the very early foundations of that expanded universe in the mid to late 90s. Um, I found a, a fun bit of trivia about this on uh, Wikipedia. After the first, uh, after the first Rogue Squadron book came out, Stackpole asked Timothy Zahn uh, for permission to use the character Talon Card from the um, from the the, the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, Zahn changed three words of of, the, of uh, what had been written and then handed back. And then later, Timothy Zahn asked Stack Michael Stackpole if he could use the character Booster Terrick uh, in another book he was writing, and Stackpole changed three words and then handed it back and said yes so that's <laughs> so be- between those two authors uh that we have some, some of the fundamental pillars of the uh, Star Wars expanded universe which we now know uh dave filoni and favreau are firmly dragging in to mainstream star wars uh, mm-hmm. uh with um with uh, the mention of the character grand Admiral thrawn uh in uh, in in recent star wars stuff try not to give too much away here about yeah that's that's the thing I wasn't mentioning in my segment <laughs> as a spoiler. Fair enough. Okay, well, I've, I, I might have half spoiled it, uh, but 
you will only get excited about it if you're a, if you're a crazy fan and if you're a crazy fan then you've probably seen um that by now uh anyway so the point being uh the idea of a rogue squadron movie at this time seems very exciting to me because i feel like there's a very good chance it will draw thematically on yet more of the um uh, the, the exciting uh key fundamental uh, uh inspirational uh, materials of stuff, uh, like star wars past post post destruction of second death star leading up to that's it? right yeah the rogue squadron books focus on um uh, on rogue squadron luke skywalker's squadron um and uh, after uh yeah, yeah. Ch child their story just after the fall of uh just after the, the fall of the empire and they so that kind on of kicking the empire's ass and all sorts of stuff happens that kind of um sits in the current mandalorian timeline kind of space doesn't it does it yeah absolutely absolutely did, uh, while i was um while i was taking a whiz earlier did someone mention the the rangers thing yes oh right. yes because that's in the that's in the same timeline as that's that. going to be that's going to overlap the mandalorian and the ahsoka series cool thank thanks for letting us know precisely where you went when you disappeared yeah. uh, well i only went to the corner of the room but i <laughs> did go for a whiz <laughs> anyway you're that was uh that, that's the extent of my knowledge about the new releases, uh, and I'm very excited about the idea of a Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah. Very excited yeah. indeed. Daisy, did you did, uh, do you know anything more about? I think it's coming out on December. It's scheduled to come out on December the 25th, 2023. Uh, I think so. We've got. Oh yeah, I got I got December 22nd, but yeah, same year, 23. Christmas 2023 okay. is when it's going to be released. Yes, so that's exciting. Uh, that's that that that's. I think that's it's, sorry. I'm burbling. Oh, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited by absolutely everything at the minute. That um, was a fully operational crazy. station. It was a fully <laughs> armed and operational <laughs> station. <laughs> I mean, the the thing is, it's not. I mean, it's not just the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff. There are some quite exciting things, you know, as a, as a parent to see that there's like going to be a Buzz Lightyear um, <laughs> kind of. TV series is quite cool. Um, things <coughs> my my kids are very much fans of um, of sh shows like Moana and Enchanted, and they're getting their own. You know, Moana's going to get a TV series, Enchanted's getting a sequel. So there, there's something for everyone um, within all of the stuff that's been announced. Uh, I will just very quickly because uh, I, I did put a little post on our Facebook group earlier today, so if anyone's got any um, any thoughts on any of this to share them with, it's been mostly ignored. Um, I do like Daniel Hitch's <laughs> point, though, that basically Disney own your eyeballs. <laughs> there, are uh, worse, there are worse companies that own your eyeballs than Disney. Yeah. There really are. They're, they're actually doing quite white, aren't they? Um, it's also uh, vindicated my decision uh, of that, why have you subscribed to you know why normal people subscribe to Disney and then why I've subscribed to Disney is purely <laughs> yep. so I can get the Mandalorian and the Clone Wars and that's now vindicated yes yeah and yeah then, and now, all of and, coming, now so. and now everything else that's going to be on telly for the next two years or so there's uh, there's going to be a three men and a baby TV series small yeah um, Becky Brown is quite upset about that because... I think it's all very my internet connection apparently is unstable on that from when i it in a previous session um it's the same thing there's a anyway there's a lot going on uh tom you've just 
you are the host now, apparently. Were you not the host originally? Yeah, my connection has become very, very unstable for some reason. Okay, well, that's... I think we should hedge our time to end it. Didn't quit it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we've done well to get through without any major problems. I will uh, edit and release very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I should probably... (laughs) So that, that probably went on a bit longer than we thought, but there was a fuck ton of stuff to talk about. I'm so glad that we did it now rather than try to fit it into a sort of 10 minute prattle stations at the start of an episode because that would have um, that would have made the episode about 10 hours long. So you know what, I guess all that remains to say. I can't, I can't remember if we, if we took something in the last episode, the last proper episode of the podcast but there's one other tiny one. prattle that I think was, is worth mentioning and it's Disney don't have a monopoly on everything awesome because uh, I think we've got season five of The Expanse coming very, very, oh. very soon, haven't we? And I'm very yeah, excited about Wednesday. That. Yes, this coming Wednesday. I'm excited about it as well. Uh, oh, God. Have you seen the trailer? God, it looks good. Oh, oh, yeah. Groinal noises. Of course I have. Groinal noises. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a trailer. Um, it's really ramping up now in terms of the promo. I'd imagine we'll get a few more clips over the next couple of days. Uh, Wednesday, I think. I assume that's the same for us here in the UK. I don't know. First three episodes are going to be released. Say again, sorry? Wednesday's the same day all over the world. Yeah, all day. (laughs) Wednesday all day, apparently. Well, I'm sure that's something we'll be discussing in in detail uh, when we prattle on our very next podcast. Uh, I look forward to watching it, and I look forward to frothing about it incessantly. It reminded me that I quite like to eat a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) You did. like that. That horse is well and truly flogged to feck, that one. Okay, it? it's more of a donkey by now. Um, donkey balls. Donkey OT, yeah. Good. Are we done? Okay, right. I thought my donkey OT joke was good, but I'm going to move on. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, well, thank you to everybody for listening. Expanse, which uh, missed, we have been... It is, yeah. Donkey balls. Yeah. We, we've, we've been terrible and shambolic. You've been brilliant. Um... And thank you for listening. Thanks. Yep. Bye. 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 Bye now. Bye. Good night.